0: He's the star of Discovery Channel's Property Wars. He's been personally involved in over 15,000 real estate transactions. Now he's here to help you win the property war. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or flipping, he's got the answer. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
1: Here we go. It's another edition of the Doug Hopkins Show on KTAR. It's being brought to you by realty executives where the experts are did you notice that i said go show yep ktar where the experts are and by signature title the expert's choice for title services also by homebridge financial kevin kaziski and the crew Lending money, making the dream of home ownership a reality. Give Kevin a call at 480-560-5555, 480-560-5555 in the studio right now. The one and only Mr. Dylan Martin. What's up, Dylan? How are you? From the Doug Hopkins team, real estate a, a professional extraordinaire. And, uh, oh, um, he's not even paying attention right now. He's looking at his phone and he's trying to... I'm trying to cheat. study. He's cheating on his football picks. Uh, Doug Hopkins has entered the studio.
2: Yes, yes. Unfortunately, I continue to lose every week. We always do the football picks. And even though this is a supposed to be a real estate uh, show, and... Um, I'm really sick of losing, so I've been studying. Doug, you've <laughs> lost
3: every single week. Not, not even just it. didn't get first. Not even didn't get first, but last Last place, place every single week. I even took a break last week. I had decided that... I would have beat you. No, you would not have. Yes, I would have beat you. <laughs> Kevin beat you.
1: I've won every single week, and I don't even care about football. Doug, do you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, and hear this sound?
2: This is going to change this week. I'm so sick of buying you guys' lunch. I'm disgusted with it. And uh, I think and he I, owes I, us like
1: four lunches that he hasn't paid for yet. I don't
2: lose. I'm not a good loser. I'm not. I don't. I'm a well, sore loser. You're
1: very consistent at
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We don't want to. I don't want this to be part of the show anymore. No more <laughs> NFL picks. If I lose again, we're never talking NFL on the show again. <laughs> Let's talk Phoenix Suns,
1: yeah, this is the guy who's bought Phoenix Suns tickets for the last five years. No, it's been 12 years. 12 years.
2: He's got good seats. They were the worst team in the league last year. They were the worst team in the league for the last five years. And he kept buying season tickets. Yeah, and now it's paying off because everyone, it's what, we're five games in, six games in, or something like that. They're playing again on uh, Monday night at home. Uh, 76ers are in town. But I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've probably gotten twelve people calling me over the last week, going, "Hey, and, uh if you ever want to go, you know, if you, if you ever needed to if you give your tickets away or whatever, uh, I'd love to go." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sure you would." Where were you last year? Nobody called. me. <laughs> he was trying to, try to give them away, and nobody even wanted them last That's year. That's a lie.
3: I went every
2: time you that did. I was called. You, you, did.
3: you did. I you did. love them.
1: You know what? He he, I don't know what the phrase is, politically correct phrase is for it anymore, but he offered me tickets. Of course, he calls me when nobody else can go. Okay. <laughs> He's offered them to everybody else. It's 5.45. It game starts at 7. Yeah. I'm driving home. Hey, what are you doing? Just driving home. Hey, you want Suns tickets? I'm like, you know what? Let me check. Yeah, that might be cool. So I call my daughter, who's 18 years old. She's got a boyfriend. They've been going out for three years. I'm like, hey, would you and Shay like to go to the Phoenix Suns game, sit courtside? She's like, oh my gosh, Dad. That'd be awesome. Totally cool. You're such a good dad. Doug, thanks for, thank you. Yes, I'll do that. I can't believe he gave them to Amaya. I gave those to you. I didn't give them to Amaya. I'm like, well, but, but it made me happy. And, and I gave them to my daughter, and she's really happy. And so that, that I didn't want to go to the game. She wanted to go to the game. I, can't, I did not give those. And, and he loves Amaya. I mean, her, my daughter and his daughter are best friends. But he's like, I gave them to you. Only you can have them. Yeah.
2: No, I gave them to you because I wanted to reward you for a job well done. Thank and, you. And, uh, and you chose to not use them and give them to somebody else. And I, did, I just didn't think that was right. But I, I didn't was, give them to I was, somebody else. I was rewarding else. you, not your daughter, you know, and, and you didn't say it. So I figured you were going to the game. And then you said you're, you're, you didn't go to the game. You went. You had, you had gave them to Amaya and her boyfriend. We got in a huge fight about this. A huge like fight. A, a it, huge was, argument. it was like a 30-second fight.
1: But you even hung up on me. Well, yeah, you did. It was bad. I, it's, sometimes it's easier so to hang up. So I went from up. rewarding me sometimes, for a job well
2: done. Yes, yeah, sometimes it's easier to to hang up the phone so you don't say something you might regret. <laughs> I was a little bit, I was a little bit pissed. You were I'm perturbed. You were yeah, perturbed. I, and you know what? I see both sides of it, right? I'm giving you the tickets, right? And I want you to go because I want, I, I want you to experience that, and because it's, a, it's an experience. I mean, it's not just going to the game. You're going, to, you know, the seats that, that, that they come with free food, free drinks. You're right there behind the huddle. I mean, it's, it's an experience, and I, I like to reward my the people that work for me with having that experience because you know those are, tickets are expensive. They're, you know, it cost me, you know, thirty thousand dollars. They're, they're they're not cheap so uh you know i I'd like to reward the people that that work for me and and uh, and then to have you gift gift them away uh after you know and it wasn't even asked I just you know he didn't ask I, I thought it was it was wrong but then again I could see listen it makes you happy to do that and you're just to do whatever you want with I'm giving them to you so I get both sides of it but at the time it really Aggravated me, and I bet you half the listeners are sitting here going, Yeah, that's not right. And half the listeners are going, He could do whatever he wants with it. I think so, you'd be
1: amazed if you found out what I do with my Christmas bonus. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that you could do whatever you want with it because that winds up
1: in other people's pockets. I'm all sure the time. it does. Half the
2: time, and the none same. of it got
1: spent on me. Heck, I can tell my, you that.
2: Half my the presents that people get me end up in somebody else's hands afterwards because uh, yeah, you get, you double <laughs> gift re-gift. all the time. I do. Re-gift, so yes. if people found out about that, sometimes so people would be upset if someone if I gave you something and then all of a sudden you gave it to, to Dylan on his. His birthday, or something, I'm like, I gave you that. And you, I'd probably be a little bit ticked off. Yeah, I think I would. So
1: that's the same as me giving the Suns tickets to him? No,
2: no, no, it's not. All right, let's pick our football. Yeah, let's okay, so here's what here's <laughs> what has happened.
1: Here's what's happened on the football thing. I've won every single week. Doug has lost every single week. Yep. We bet lunch at uh, Jalapeno, Jalapeno Bucks, books, right? Of which you so owe us four once a week. Doug has to buy us lunch at Jalapeno Bucks, and all we do is pick which teams we think are going to win, and whoever gets the most wins, whoever gets the least amount loses. So what Doug has decided to do today is instead of using his gut. He has decided now to go and, and and look online and choose the favorites of the Vegas odds. Nope, that's not true. Then what were you doing online? Studying. The Vegas odds. No. The spreads.
2: Well, yeah, I mean obviously you gotta look at the spreads and who's the favorites and not.
1: All right. Well we didn't. Dylan and I did our bet or did ours before the show even started. Okay. I'm gonna win Kay? this week. All right, here we go. Uh Houston versus Jacksonville. I took Houston. Houston. Jacksonville. There's where he loses. <laughs> Uh, Washington at Buffalo 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 Minnesota at Kansas City Kansas City Kansas City Minnesota Oh another loser uh, New York Jets at Miami We're going to be different on this one too because I'm taking Miami
3: Jets Jets
1: uh, Let's see here Chicago at Philadelphia
3: Philly
2: Philly
1: Philly uh, Indianapolis at Pittsburgh Indy Indy. Pittsburgh Ooh, We're all over the place on this mm-hmm. one uh Tennessee at Carolina. Tennessee. Carolina. Carolina. Detroit at Oakland. I took Oakland.
3: Detroit. Oakland.
1: Tampa Bay at Seattle. Seattle.
2: Seattle. Seattle. But but I would not be surprised if Tampa Bay wins that. BA has never lost in Seattle with when he was with the Cardinals. Oh, never? I didn't know that. Yeah. So I would not be Bruce surprised. Arians. Yep.
1: Uh okay, the next one is Cleveland at
3: Denver. I'm gonna pick the dumpster fire, Cleveland. I took Denver, Cleveland.
1: Wow, you guys, this is gonna be like twelve to four for second place. <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna be horrible this week. Uh, Green Bay at the Chargers.
2: Green Bay, Green, Green Bay,
1: Bay. Uh, New England. Oh, this is gonna be an interesting one. This is
2: gonna be the game of the week, right?
1: New now. England at Baltimore Sunday night football. I took New England.
2: I think New England gets their first loss this week. I had a feeling you were gonna say I'm that. I'm gonna go Baltimore.
3: I'm going to pick New England for sure, and I just want to point out the only reason Doug picked Baltimore is because he hates Tom Brady.
1: And that's why he winds up losing these I things.
2: I don't only hate Tom Brady. I hate New England. I hate Bill Belichick. I hate I hate the whole team. That's like why? Saying, I hate what they stand for. I hate why? What do they for? That's saying? like saying you hate
1: um,
3: yeah. apple pie and
2: he dogs. He hates the
1: winners. No, they're good. That's cheaters, what he does. Cheaters. He hates the winners. Look, it, just like he loses every week here, his favorite team is the Jets. Okay. <laughs> Favorite team is the Jets.
3: Yeah, and they've
2: owned us. For he
3: hates what New England stands for, which is winning. Yeah, all I know is cheating. that I love our country. I consider myself a Patriot, and I can really respect what Bill Belichick and Tom Is that Brady your effect. favorite team? No, my favorite team, I would say, is the Cardinals, but
2: I love the Patriots. I think you love the Patriots because you know that I can't stand them. And I haven't been able to stand so, so, first of all, they're in the same league as the Jets, and I grew up watching the, the Jets, and I went to every single home game from the Jets from the time I was six till I was 16.
1: Because they were $5 a
2: ticket. Well, they were, well, I wasn't buying them, obviously. My dad was. Yeah. And uh, I had some unbelievable memories back then. And back then, the players didn't get paid much, and there was bars inside of the, the stadiums. And they, they, all the players would come up to the bars to get free drinks. From the the fans would buy them free drinks. So they'd all come up to the bars, and and I got to meet them, uh, and met all the Jets. They were growing up. They were my heroes growing up. Joe Klecko was like my hero. A lot of people don't know who he is, but he was unbelievable. He was in the Spokie and the Bandit movies as a truck truck driver. Awesome dude. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a different time. Joe different Flacco. Era. Joe Klecko. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, he was a he was an amazing dude. That guy's hands were so big. I just remember shaking his hand as like a ten year old and being like, "I've never shaken somebody's hands that were that big wow. in my life." Uh, okay, different time, different era. Thanks for the nostalgia there. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, how
1: many points for Monday Night Football? Dallas versus? Uh, or did we say Dallas versus Giants? I'm going with Dallas. I'm Dallas. Going with Dallas. All right. How many points combined? I got forty five. Thirty
3: eight.
1: And Doug just prices right. See, we wrote him down first. Doug wrote down 46. All right, that's fine. And what'd you say? Uh, 38. So I got to get between, yeah, that's going to be a close one. It don't matter. I'll have 12. Y'all have five, whatever. Don't even do the tiebreakers usually for last place. More of the Doug Hopkins show coming up next.
0: Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it. Here to help you win the property war. It's the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna stop drinking caffeine. Good for stop you. Stop drinking caffeine. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the way it makes me feel anymore. It used to never hardly infect me. Yeah. Infect you? Affect me. Affect you. So I said affect me. Oh.
3: I don't know. That was like
2: a, a Doug and I moment. It was because I was swallowing at the same time.
3: Oh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah,
1: so we did sports all last uh, show. Do you yeah. want to do like a doctor's like, we did old, fishing old, too. old man
3: doctor's things? Oh yeah, we did hunting and fishing. Huh? I, I met with the, uh, a great uh, young lady out there in Surprise and she talked all about how we were crazy about talking about fishing. See, she's she's having lunch with us right now. Don't waste time. You've got to go. I know Dylan told us to hurry up. I know, I have an appointment. Yes, I can't see the whole time. He's busy.
2: You know that we do this at the same time every single week. Why would you schedule that?
3: Because other people are more important to me than you some weeks.
2: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can leave now then. No, I'm, I'm going to leave
3: here in a little bit. We well, just got to talk about you can leave all right the cool now.
2: stuff we're doing. Well, hurry up. Go, go ahead and say what awkward. you got to say and then get the heck out of here. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, <laughs> it's the Doug Hopkins show being brought to you by Realty Executives, where the experts are, also by Signature Title, the expert's choice for title services, and by Homebridge Financial, making the dream of home ownership a reality. And by the way, it's been a big weekend. What's, what started off with real estate news? You ready? Go ahead. Let's do it. We'll start it off with some real estate news here. I, unfortunately, I, I had to call people incognito in order to get them to actually do reports for us because they work for CNBC and places like that. Uh, <laughs> so this lady, I told her that my name was Brian. And uh, and I asked her, I said, is there really a big shortage of, of affordable housing out there? And here's what she said. Remember, my name is Brian.
5: Well, that's right, Brian. And it's all about <laughs> mortgage rates. Demand for housing <laughs> fell off at the start of this year because of a big jump in rates last November, combined, of course, with high home prices. Even spring buyers didn't step in, building all this pent-up demand and allowing the supply of homes for sale to rise. And that was a good thing. But then this happened. The average rate on the 30-year fix started falling and is now a full percentage point lower than it was a year ago. Suddenly demand is gra- back. Great. Sales jumped in the past few months, but now the supply of homes priced under $200,000 down 10% from a year ago. That according to Realtor.com. The supply of homes 200 to 750000 is now flat compared to a year ago, and that's reversing a year and a half trend of gains in that price range. And this supply, which is 60% of the market is now expected to go negative the only tier seeing supply gains the high end now builders are of little help because they're just not building the starter homes
1: so is that what's happening here in phoenix that's nationwide they're saying
2: i i'm seeing the same exact thing here in phoenix honestly um first of all there's hardly anything under under two hundred thousand dollars that unless you're looking at condos townhouses or trailers um no or, houses
3: or on the fringes yeah, i or, mean even on the fringes even santan valley and buckeye i mean they're above 200 grand now
2: yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it's uh you know the the under two hundred thousand dollar inventory has gotten really really scarce. Um, if you're able to find something like Dylan says, it's it's on the outskirts or it, you know it's a, a fixer upper, uh, something like that, or or just uh, you know a, a house like a condo or a townhouse or that sort of thing. It's um, it, yeah. We, I mean, we've seen a, a tremendous increase in prices for for a long time, um, and uh, just uh, for instance, we, we sold one uh, to uh, a, a client of mine uh, about sixteen months ago for two seventy, and and she wants to move. We put it back on the market for for three and a quarter. I mean, it's
1: uh, boy, this has uh, this reminds me of two thousand seven, two thousand eight.
2: It, it you know, it does. Or over- you could
1: buy a house and six months later sell it for. Forty, fifty thousand dollars more. Yeah,
2: and, that, and that's not the the case on a, on a lot of them. A lot of them have seen a five percent increase or a ten percent increase. This one happened to go up a little bit more in that. Well, like I guess that would be about um, yeah about fifteen percent or something like that. So, um, you know, it, it it's interesting because. Uh, it, it's not the way it is in, in, in a lot of uh, older communities. A lot of, a lot, a lot of the older communities don't see the appreciation that that's what I'm seeing of, of a lot of the newer communities. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the new builds um, that were coming out a year, a year and a half, two years ago have increased tremendously. Whereas some of the uh, older, you know, uh, hom- homes and uh, that were built in the seventies and eighties and have West
1: increased Mesa, Tempe, yeah. uh, the West side of the Valley, Peoria, Glendale, T- Tempe's increased Phoenix. quite a
2: bit. Yeah. Tempe, increased quite a bit but uh i would say phoenix and and certain parts of the east valley uh have not increased in in a lot of the areas that uh in the 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 median income areas right
3: because people want more of an open floor plan they don't want to have to go in and replace the underlayment on the roof and get a new ac unit and do lots of those things upgrades that these homes need right um also you mentioned the home builders And this report just came out, talked actually to the
1: same lady. I called her a second time. I told her my name was Carl. And (laughs) Man, you get around, bro. The home builders, uh, their sentiment is at an all-time high. Ain't that right?
5: That's right, Carl. Builder sentiment jumped three <laughs> points to 71 in October in the National Association of Home Builders Index. That's the highest since February 2018, and beat expectations. Anything above 50 on the index is considered positive. Builders are pointing squarely to lower mortgage rates, boosting demand for newly built homes. The average rate on the 30-year fixed is now well over... Well, on, over a full percentage point lower than it was a year ago.
1: As per that report, it was 3.80% for a 30-year fixed. Home builders, Phoenix, Arizona, the Valley, Maricopa County. What are you seeing from that?
2: You know, it's, it's uh, for me, I, I got my my start basically in the industry uh, selling new homes. I advertised new homes and I wound up, um, you know, being a buyer's agent for uh, people that were looking to buy a, a new home. And, um it's a, it's It was amazing to me. You could go out and find somebody that was in the, you know, back then it was, you know, the $150,000 price range. You could find a bunch of new houses for 150000 now, now you can't find anything for $150,000. Right. But uh, I'm talking about in the 90s. And we go in, you know, over to to Mesa and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm not moving out to Gilbert. No way that Gilbert is, it's like. Who lives later. that far No, no way I'm going to feel. I remember that. Who, were, who would live at Val Vista Lakes? Were, that was crazy. Yeah, you were one of them. You know, you yes. were one of them. And, and, uh and I, and I found these little, um, you know, Gilbert Ranch and, and uh, so, some of these other uh, complexes over, over in, in Gilbert.
1: I remember you telling me, because it was on Gilbert and uh, Williamsfield, Val Vista mm-hmm. and Williamsfield. And you go, they're planning on building a mall right down the street. And I promise you that that farm that's across, you know, the, the the cattle dairy that's over there that brings all the flies and smells every night. It's not going to be there in a couple of years. And they're going to pave these streets because it was still dirt road. right? Gilbert, uh, I'm sorry, Val Vista and Williamsfield yeah. was a dirt road four way stop sign. Yeah. And now look what it is you called it.
2: You had, you had uh, cotton fields everywhere out there. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. So um, yeah, and they've I mean look at what the values have done. I mean you were able to buy. You, you go out and I, here's what I would do. I'd go out and show them everything in their price range for 150 thousand bucks, right? And you're going through these houses that were built in the 70s and the in the early 80s, and and uh, and then you go and you walk through a model home, and like, wait a second, I can I I can be over here off of Stapley and Southern. 150 or i could be out here a little bit further that's when gilbert and,
1: uh, was kind of considered like queen creek yeah exactly <laughs> like it had exactly. that same like really, you live way yeah. out
2: there that was yeah. the
3: fringes back in the
2: day yeah, yeah
1: that's
3: why we moved to queen creek yeah because yeah. we were just looking this summer and we said we could get an older home or we got a home that's a year and a half old with still under builders warranty and everything and it was perfect they yeah. say at some point in time eventually and it might even be during our lifetimes there will be uh,
1: a development all the way between here and tucson i guarantee
2: it yeah, I don't think it'll be in our lifetime. That's a lot of land. I plan stuff. on living a long time, but that, that's a lot of land. <laughs> Maybe bro, not in your lifetime. I mean, I mean, think about when you bought when you bought that house. That was what two uh, thousand. was twenty years
1: ago. Yeah. yeah. Now that you think about it, yeah. when you look back.
2: Yeah, it was two thousand. So it was nineteen years ago, and uh, and we're barely getting to Queen Creek. So oh,
3: I don't know. It's going all the way to Florence now, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, and then going
1: south, I mean, it, everything between here and Casa Grande, there's not, there's not a whole lot of open space nothing, there. there. Well, well it's Indian yeah.
2: Reservation yeah.
3: that's not
1: going to well, be. Well, you
2: got, you got an hour of nothing, this, uh, for the most part, on the 10. Yeah. I mean, there, there's you little. <laughs> it shows
3: you how many times I've gone to Tucson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but speaking of that, by the way, uh, the U of A-ASU rivalry. Oh, I saw that. the number one rivalry College. in the
1: nation. And, and actually, out of all the sports. By really? The New York all York sports? Yeah, because wow. what they did is they had uh, the fans of all the different, you know, teams and everything vote for who they thought was the biggest rival. And then they, so like the Diamondbacks all voted, you know, the fans voted for the Dodgers. But the Dodgers looked at their rivalry with the Giants, yep, and the, you yep, know, and other teams yep. as more so. But, but for ASU and U of A, it was an equal hatred um, more than any two teams of any sport
2: out there, pro or college. Yeah, I mean... Uh- I, once ASU basketball gets, gets better and, and they start beating you pretty him, good with Bobby Hurley. They, I, they, they are, um, but they're still not to the level of U of A, right? I think, I think mean, that they they got to uh, start paying. Well, they're pretty the even right now, when you say. I'm talking about the programs. Okay, you, you got to have a consistent, you know, uh, five to ten year run of, of being, uh, you know, competitive, where you're splitting games, where they where it's coming down to the wire, where we're beating them, they're beating us. It's and and uh, and that's consistently. You never know who's going to win. And I think at that point, then then it'll be considered a rivalry, right? You know, for the last. At least as long as I've been here, we we beat them a couple of times, and we've had a couple of years where we've been decent. When you know the hardened years, but and the
1: and ASU U of A football, it goes back the and football, forth, the foo- yeah, that, and it always true. seems like when one is doing good, the, the beats underdog them. beats them oh, and stops them from like you know Absolutely. going to the Rose Bowl or not whatever. Not this it year; be. it's not. I
2: don't know, man. I mean, you look at that Auburn Alabama rivalry. I mean, I mean that's that's a pretty darn good rivalry as well, man. Pretty good, you know?
1: Pretty uh, good, but they they did rank. Um, it was a it was a big college, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Thing yep. and, and they ranked ASU U of A as the number one rivalry in the country. Yep. This is Tucson. The Doug Hopkins Show on KTAR.
0: Buy it, sell it, invest it, or flip it. He's the number one realtor in America and he's right here to answer your real estate questions. This is the Doug Hopkins Flipping Real Estate Radio Program. he's here to help you win the property war it's the doug hopkins flippin real estate radio program
1: the doug hopkins flippin real estate radio program brought to you by doug hopkins.com yes sir i don't think that that's our tagline yes (laughs) sir yes sir
2: well we don't have a tagline do we i want to buy your house There you
1: go. Give me a call. Go to DougHopkins.com. No headaches, no no fees, no commissions, no banks, and no repairs. Makes it simple, right? Very simple. Whether it's a total fixer-upper or in perfect condition. There is no easier, easier way, way to buy your, your or sell your house. There <laughs>
6: you go. Now you guys got it. I knew I it'd come used. around. Just
1: go to DougHopkins.com. <laughs> that's DougHopkins.com for, for all, all your, your real estate, estate needs. needs. There you go. <laughs>
2: there you have it. People are probably <laughs> sick of hearing that, I'm sure. Yeah.
1: We do need to change the commercial.
2: We do. It's been a long time. Well, we changed the commercial. We just didn't change the wording of the commercial. Well,
1: that uh, Discount Tire did the same one for 35 years. you remember yeah. that one? Throwing
2: the throwing the Uh, the tire through the window yeah
6: the old lady they i mean they must have played that through like a couple years back tons and then i heard people actually did that so they took it down and then they brought it back
2: did they really (laughs) yeah somebody would throw it yeah Uh, yeah, that'd be one heck of a toss you'd have to be pretty strong to throw (laughs) well the old lady
6: did it so (laughs)
2: yeah well that that glass was about uh, it was fake centimeter thin yeah i understand
1: (laughs) oh here it is here it is here it is a 15-second commercial, too. It was, it was awesome. You're going to actually
0: play it? The Discount Tire one? If ever you're not satisfied with one of our tires, please feel free to bring
4: it back. Thank you. <laughs> discount Tire Company. That was we good. We can do
1: that. Like, like, if ever you're not satisfied with an offer from Doug Hopkins, please feel free to burn our office down.
2: Oh, wait oh, a let's second. Let's <laughs> <Don't> say that. <laughs> let's not There's do crazy that. people out Thank there. Thank you, man. <laughs> <Pop-ins>.
1: <laughs> it's a fifteen
6: second commercial so we lose a couple of offices. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, did you see The Joker? Come on. There's people out there. I have not seen that. Is that a good movie? It's a great movie. If, uh, I heard uh, it's
2: very, very dark.
6: It's very disturbing. But it's it's uh very realistic.
2: Yes. I so, don't know. I don't I don't know if I like stuff like that.
6: I mean, good story, good acting, you'll like it.
1: How about if we just did lower budget? If ever you're not happy with one of Doug Hopkins' offers, please feel free to throw a brick through his car window.
2: No, Let's that, not do that no, either. People will no. do that too. Not that? No, because Sam will wind up having a brick go through his window. Yeah, you don't <laughs> even have the wrapped truck. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bought, uh, my, my dad had a, has a big old truck um, that he used to use. He, he's in the antique business. And he's got like a, a 24-foot box truck. It's a big old diesel uh truck and uh it's been sitting there he hasn't they haven't been doing shows so it's been sitting there in his uh, on the side of the uh of his store for the last three years just i mean it's got weeds growing up through it nothing doesn't start it up or nothing doesn't start up or anything and i was like dad what are you doing with that darn truck he's like nothing it's a good truck though i'm like yeah but dad you can't let a truck sit for three years and not start it not do anything so the batteries went out on it there was a couple parts that went out on it i had a guy go over there and get it all all fixed up for like 500 bucks. And then it's got a couple of, of tires. Tires on those things are crazy high. Insane, It's yes. expensive as heck. But um, why do you think I just played the discount tire commercial? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, huh? I just dropped 2K on, on <laughs>
1: tires for my truck.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. Two man. grand, Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm. I'm uh, it's only got 200. It's a. It's a diesel. So I think they're good for like 600,000 miles or something. He's only got like 215,000 miles on it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm going to get that thing all wrapped up, and we're going to start uh, lending it out to to people and what, that. Oh, to help move. Yeah, that's smart. The only the only problem is is um you know it's I don't know about this because it's a uh, it's a stick shift.
6: Oh, people it's can't a, drive stick. You're I know that's what scares the, me. I'm
2: like nobody I'm drives stick anymore. <laughs> Especially a big old truck like yeah. that. Yeah, oh, I think geez. I think. So my dad offered to to. He said, "Listen, Doug, I'll I'll drive it there and I'll drive it to wherever he, they want to go." And I'm like, "All right, I'll just pay them." They him can supply. load it and unload they it. They can yeah. load it and unload it. That's and smart. Can drive over there. That's See, so, smart.
1: So maybe if we had like a song or something that people would remember, like you know, like Liberty Mutual. <laughs> doug what if we got a chorus <laughs> what if we got a chorus to sing i'll help you move
2: i'm doug <laughs> that would be i'm ron because ron would be helping oh me. that's <laughs> true ronnie is doug's dad who you got in
1: here man Yeah, the guy mario Montoya. Been
2: stealing my parking spot yeah, yeah mario Montoya's in the house he's uh runs red brick property management he's been uh been doing that how long have you been working over there for about uh, nine years now. About nine years now. He's the broker over there, runs the whole show. I got all all my rentals with him. He's awesome. That's a radio name, Mario Montoya. Oya! you know this? Mario
1: Montoya, La <laughs> Grande, <laughs>
2: La FM. <laughs> like you that ever thought about that? I have, yeah. He doesn't know <laughs> how to speak Spanish, though. You, you just spoke more Spanish than he knows how to speak. Oh. That's all Poquito. I really know. Poquito. poquito. There you go.
1: <laughs> Mario Montoya. That's like either a baseball player or a radio name.
2: That is a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Montoya. I get it
7: all the time. I like it. I don't know. Kind of weird, but yeah, people, I hear it all the time. Cool.
1: Well, thanks for coming in, man. It was good having you here. Yeah. Thank hey, you. hey. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I, the reason I bought Mario in, I wanted to talk to him a little bit about, you know, we, we had talked about, I, I bought the, this little house uh, in Tempe and it, it's literally within walking distance of the Chicago Cubs stadium. And it, it got me to thank him. Um, Usually I fix them up and and flip them. Uh, I bought it from Greg, who's listening right now. He's one of our our great, great listeners. Happy birthday, Greg. Yeah, happy birthday, Greg. He's he's been a long-time listener, so I appreciate that. Um, But what I want to do is is I'm thinking about keeping it as a uh, VRBO, right, or or Airbnb. You know, keep it as a a short-term rental. You know, fix it up and then furnish it and then keep it like that. Um, are, are you doing VRBOs and are you seeing a, a, an increase in that and, and people that want to do that with all that you, you, you're running like what 500 rentals right now?
7: Yeah, we're pushing close to 500 and, um, definitely seen an increase in uh, a lot of investors and companies wanting to purchase properties and, and use them as a short term Airbnb. Is VRBO. that competition
1: or is that, are you guys moving into that space? Cause you I, typically do, you know, two, three year leases. Yeah,
7: we're traditional, you know, unfurnished properties, 12, 12 month terms, Uh, But we do have a handful of uh, VRBO, Airbnb type properties.
1: So you manage it for the people. So when somebody stays for a weekend, you set up the cleaners and all that other stuff.
7: Yeah. So we're handling the cleaning, any kind of repairs. We're taking in all the funds and then also a
2: lease if it's required.
1: That's smart. That's real smart. That's a good good place to move into.
2: Have have you seen, how many are you doing right now that, that you're actually personally managing? We probably have about 75 about 75 that's about 20% of the, wow. of the inventory. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And, and what do you see in is it, uh, are you, are you running into any problems or, or is there anything, uh, uh, significant that people should be worried about if, if people are thinking about doing this with some of their rentals or maybe their own personal house that they have out there right now, what are some of the things that, uh, they should be wary of or be careful or, or, or things they could do to protect themselves? I mean, a lot of it
7: is just, you know, properly screening your guests, knowing who's going to stay there. The biggest issue that we're having with the short-term vacation rentals are a lot of parties. So...
1: And you can't really screen either, huh? Like you as... When you put your house up on Airbnb, you're not allowed to see who the person is who's renting the house because they don't want you to discriminate and stuff.
7: Yeah. Well, if an owner's doing it themselves, I mean, most of them aren't going to screen anybody. They're, you know, they get, they see the money coming in, they're collecting the paycheck.
1: But Airbnb. Yeah.
7: Airbnb or Vibrio, correct. Yeah. So, with with somebody like us, we're, we can still screen them. We can kind of find out, okay, this is the person that you're going to get. This is who's going to be you know, renting your property.
1: Um, long-term, but we're seeing Airbnb stuff.
7: Same with short-term. Really? We've, really? Yeah, we've done okay. that too. Okay. Yep. How do you do that? Uh, it's pretty much the same process as we would for long-term. So, in, in the VRBO ad, there's this, you can kind of select your terms, and then one of our terms is, hey, you got to go through the screening process.
2: Gotcha.
1: That's a smart so that that's obviously the biggest pitfall is people having parties. Yeah, you've right. seen that
2: yeah damage getting done and that sort of thing. So what, what kind of um, uh, repercussions could happen to the people that are doing that and what what what, uh, what safeguards can a uh, you know a, a, is there
1: insurance
2: or a landlord make so that they, they don't have to worry about uh, you know $5,000 dollars worth of damage or something like that? Well, we are collecting
7: deposits on the uh, on the short term rentals for sure. So there is a security deposit. And I think it's honestly just properly screening them, and that's just going to keep that risk to a minimum.
1: Man, I know my daughter just graduated from high school. There's there's even kids first year of college that are renting these Airbnbs
2: yeah, yeah. That, that, listen I, I I've seen it uh, you know I, I and' I love doing Airbnb but um, you know I've never destroyed any of the properties uh, when we, we go out to the Kentucky Derby uh, we went and and rent a, rent a house with Airbnb or VRBO or any of the other other ones I think there's a couple other big ones I mean there. we had
6: a good time but on the other end us renting it remember they said they had a bathroom they basically took a closet and converted it to a bathroom and Doug didn't fit, it so was a, it wasn't it was even a, a real bathroom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or like, it was a half bath. They, they, yeah. said, they said it was a full bath and it was a half bath. So uh, It was a had, quarter had, bath. You had five guys sharing one shower, basically. <laughs> Doug and, had uh, to sit
1: on the toilet Indian <laughs> style. <yeah. laughs> or actually, nowadays, it's called crisscross applesauce. Crisscross applesauce, well, right. yeah, yeah.
6: well, no, he, it literally couldn't fit. I mean, it was, it, they took a tiny closet.
2: It was like they, two feet wide. Yeah, it yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, Only
6: the two skinny guys could use it. You definitely
2: want to
7: advertise properly and make sure that you're, you know, marketing the property as as it it is and not when you,
6: when you say screening, do you do pull credit? Do you just check them out? I mean, how, what, what would you do to kind of check the people out?
7: Yeah, we're going to pull credit background and just make sure that, Hey, you you know, if they're, if they're paying up front, the, the entire term, we really don't verify income but if they're not then we will want to make sure hey that they can actually afford this place and they're
1: going and you can
2: okay. rate the people too right yes you, you like, can so so you could have people that you that only have good ratings right we'll get into more of that
1: in just a couple of minutes mario montoya here with red property management if you've got an investment property he's the guy to call we'll give you the details next
0: over fifteen thousand real estate transactions and growing this is the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program with Doug Hopkins from Discovery Channel's Property Wars.
1: So take me home.
0: a new house or just sold the one you're in. The excitement, the anticipation, the move. Don't let this special moment be ruined and don't let the move take the air out of your balloon. Let Just In Time Moving do the heavy lifting and make your move a breeze. With over 10 years serving the valley, locally owned, and five-star rated with hundreds of reviews, Just In Time Moving is professional, responsible, award-winning, and affordable. Move your home or office, in-state or out, Just In Time Moving. 480-213-0395. That's
3: 395.
0: Make your home the best flipping home on the block. Find the right contractors and don't waste your money on the wrong repairs, upgrades, and improvements. Once again, here's Doug Hopkins on the Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program. The so Doug
1: Hopkins, Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program being brought to you by Realty Executives where the experts are. Also by signature title the expert's choice for title services and by Homebridge Financial, making the dream of homeownership a reality. Call Kevin Kaczynski, uh right now, 480-560-5555. He can get you pre-approved for a loan and get you out there uh, with Dylan Martin looking for a house, get you an offer on a house. You could, you could be done. You could have it locked down uh, by the end of this weekend, potentially. Yep. So.
2: Yeah, he's out with, with clients right now. He's he, I know he's he's showing houses and he's taking a listing today. He's, uh, that guy just is a work workaholic. If
1: you man. are looking for... For a real estate agent who's going to work sixty hustle, hours a week, hustle,
2: hustle, do whatever it takes,
1: anything it takes. Uh, give Dylan Martin a call with the Doug Hopkins team. His number is four eight zero. And all again, these are all cell phone numbers that we're giving you. Yep. These aren't office you numbers where you leave a message. Right Absolutely, 8000 Once again, that's 480-498-8000. I see Kevin just got a, a call right there. Mario yes. Montoya with Red Brick Property Management is in here with us right now. Uh, we were talking about VRBOs and Airbnbs, Mario. I I want, I got to push back on this a little bit because I'm not understanding it. Maybe you can clear this up. You say now, typically red brick, you know, you're a, a traditional property manager, meaning if I have a rental house, uh, you'll go out and find somebody who, who will sign a one-year lease, two-year lease, five-year lease. You handle the maintenance headaches when it comes up. Uh, you handle the collections and going and making sure that they're turning in uh, their rent each, each month. You handle the contract. So I just don't have to worry about all that stuff. But when talking about the Airbnbs and VRBOs, you say that you pre-screen people, go Going into these short term rentals is that through Airbnb? If, if that means if I go to Airbnb and I click on one of the houses that you're managing, you're going to pre screen me? Yes. How can you do that? Like, I don't understand that because, and here's why they've had a lot of discrimination. And I certainly would, I know you're not discriminated, but they've had discrimination problems where they won't even show the prospective renter a picture of the person who wants to rent the place until they accept the terms, you know, of, Hey, I want to be there from Friday through Sunday. How are you able to get their information and do a background check and find out and make sure it's not some 20 year old college kid.
7: So there's a section in your listing where you can basically change the terms. Hey, if you want this property, here's what you have to do. And then in those terms, part of our agreement is they have to put in an application through the management company, which is red brick.
1: I love that. That's See, awesome So that's that why I didn't understand you. it. Yeah. I thought it was a free for all
2: you know in my experience too there was uh, especially the first time that i did it I actually had an interview. They called me up and basically screened me and wanted to know who I was, how, what I was doing. They didn't pull like a credit report or do anything like that, but they, they, they wanted to call and talk to me and sc- and pre-screen me before they accepted my, my offer. Now this was just a individual person that had had, had was renting out their home. Uh, we were going out for the uh, Kentucky Derby. But through so Airbnb, through one of the short term sites. But, yeah. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept it until they actually called me and, uh, and pre-screened me before uh, they would, they would go ahead and, 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 and read it from Totally then. learned something new. I would have never yeah.
1: known that you could do that. So, and I bet you the majority of the people listening right now are like, no, I totally thought it was whoever clicked on your house.
7: Yeah, typically. You know? I mean, most owners who post a property on Airbnb or VRBO, they're just going to say, hey, you got a request for this time. Do you want to accept it or do you not? And you know that's that's as far as it goes, right? That's how most of them, yeah. Because them. you're regulated,
6: away. because you're a company, you're allowed to ask for more information to screen them, and you're basically just looking to make sure that the people say who they are, and you know they don't have any other issues in their background that might cause them not to run it out to them, right? Yeah,
7: it's we're protecting the owner. I mean, it's it's for the tenant too, so that they know what they're getting into and who they're dealing with. So I think it's kind of nice when. They are dealing with a company like us because then they know, hey, actually, that's a person. It's not just a computer or a screen that I'm, I'm talking so to. So what right. happens
1: if somebody lies to you and, and they do get into one of your client's house and they do throw a big party? Is there protections for that client?
7: There is. So we're, we collect a deposit from uh, from these guests just as we would for a, a long-term 12-month tenant.
1: So if they mess something up, you can you can
7: get that money. Uh, the majority of it, yes. And is
1: there? I, I think that Airbnb they also have, has insurance. Yeah, and they have their own coverage like as
7: well. I haven't had to. I haven't had any issues. You, you haven't had actually, any issues no, so I far. No. Wow,
1: it's Seventy-five houses that they that they're managing. Wow, that's great. Because that could. I. That's a, one of the things that you were talking about doing it on Airbnb, and I'm like. Do you really want to deal with every three days during spring training, having to send a cleaner over there, having to go through everything? Having no, I do not. In I, and I, want, out.
2: I want Mario to. Exactly.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and the money the money they'll pay during spring training is going to, you know, you're going to make more than even if you had a long-term guest. Yeah, it's there, unreal. Right? And
7: they'll even offer more. So if your, your price is a certain amount that you're advertising, they'll say, hey, I really want this property. I'm willing to pay this much. Um, I mean, you're always going to get the people that are wanting to negotiate and say, hey, can you drop it down for this term? But a lot of times during those those hot seasons, like the, the Cubs and uh, they're they're gonna offer you more. And same yeah. with Bear Jackson. Yeah. Got it. I
1: actually uh, used Airbnb just a couple of months ago or just about a month ago. A buddy of mine got drawn for elk hunting.
7: Yeah.
1: And he didn't have a, a camper and I don't have a camper either. And so I went on Airbnb and I was gonna get a, you know, like a cabin in the Munns Park area. He right. was in 6A. And all of a sudden I saw a, a trailer pop up, you know, like a, a, a toy hauler. Right. And it was fifty bucks a night. And it says, I'll deliver where you want it. And I actually got it for the whole weekend. And the guy took it out there, set it up exactly what, you know, I sent him the, the, you know, where I wanted it. Why are you listening to messages on your speakerphone? I didn't. See, butterfly right there. But the guy dropped it off right where I wanted it. We showed up. And we didn't have to set anything up. We camped for the weekend, cleaned it up and left. And then he came back out, picked it up and took that's, it back. That's perfect, right? How cool is that's that? That's really
6: cool. Very inexpensive. And that's all you need is a place to you know, sleep and just relax. When Yeah. No, that's, that's the way to do it. You probably should have him start advertising. I that. like that. Yeah. Uh, Mario, if people want to
1: get in touch with you uh, for property management, how do they go about doing that?
7: They can call me direct just like everybody else here. I will give my phone number out. So it's 480-282-1234 or go to rentredbrick.com.
1: 282-1234, arico 480. Correct. There you go. Mario Montoya. Good job,
6: man. Yeah. Good job. Hey, I want to throw this in here real quick. Sorry, we're of,
1: out of time. Man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <Go laughs> There's
6: a, um, a lot of people have this issue where, um, you know, they want to buy the house, but they haven't sold their house yet. And to have a contingency on it um, is going to ruin their chances of getting a home. So we have a way to do like a bridge loan. Uh, so if you're in that situation, please call me and I'll walk you through. Explain. So you want to buy a house. And the biggest problem is if you put an offer with a contingency saying, well, I got to wait to buy. To contingency house.
1: meaning I can't buy this house until my house is sold. Correct. But I'd like to make you an offer and lock your house down. And hopefully my house will sell pretty soon.
6: That's correct. But it may not. Because a lot of people can't qualify for both mortgages, right? So right. you can't just move in and wait for your house to sell. Plus, you don't want to be paying two mortgages for months and, and waste that money. So we will walk you through how to how So to basically
1: what you'll do is, is you can get that done. You can yeah. give them a bridge loan to yes. where they can be into that. And then once they sell their house, they would refinance that out of that bridge loan and, and get into a regular mortgage.
6: Well, they would sell the house. So yes, yes, that would pay it off. Gotcha. So the big thing too is... Um, A lot of times when you're showing you've got dogs and, and you got to clean up the house and they'll call you out of the blue and say, Hey, we want it to come by in 30 minutes. And it just disrupts their family, you know, for while you're listing it. So that, that eliminates that too. Even better yet, just go to
1: doughopkins.com. We were talking earlier about some of the buyers and they have a box. We're yep. going to try this a
2: second time. Okay, let's do it. I'm, I'm paying <laughs> yeah. attention now. You got a
1: box. It's got to be between a certain number of years old. It can't be over a certain age. It yep. can't be over a certain number of square feet. Can't trailer. be over can't a certain a value. Can't, yep. be, right. on can't be on a big like lot, things like that. Yep. Where there's a will, there's a way. As we talked earlier,
2: and, and you buy them all. We buy anything and everything, and uh, you know, with the exception of on land, we won't buy on land. But uh, like trailers on, on leased lots, um, but anything else, we're we're buying. We we took down a couple of trailers last week. We took down um, uh, a house on three acres. Um, we've taken, taken down houses. I just took down one that was built in 1929, uh, believe it or not in Chandler, uh, there's all sorts of houses that we buy. So th- there is no, we don't have a, our box is a lot bigger than the most. That's that's for sure.
1: And something else you need to understand is when you get a computer generated, uh, offer from, you know, these automated places, that's not the money that that's not the amount of the check that's going to be written to you that's the starting point. And what they require you to do many times is to sign a lease or sign a contract, uh, lock it down, and then they start sending out inspectors and start knocking down uh, the amount of money that you're going to wind up getting. Not with DougHopkins.com.
2: No, that's the frustrating part is, you know, you go in and you give them an offer. It's a net offer uh, of what we're going to do. And then uh, they say, well, we got a house. We got an offer for $30,000 $30, more. And I'm like, but oh, that's a gross offer. That's a gross offer that doesn't, and, and they'd have not even looked at the house and the house needs a new roof needs new uh, you know the pool needs to be reconditioned it needs a new kitchen it needs new flooring paint all this stuff and, and I'm like listen they're going to be at the same amount if not lower than when, they, when I get out there so um, you know, it's, it's it's a little frustrating when you're going up against that. But, uh, you know, I try to explain it the best that I can and, and uh, you know, it works out.
1: You can pick your closing date. Yep. You can be, I mean, the, everything. And you're sitting here talking to the CEO of the company and it's done. And like you said earlier. I can make the decision right there on the spot. Hey, yeah. if we need to help you move. I mean, this is this is old time real estate, man to man, shake a hand. We got a deal. That's what Look you is. in the eye. 100%. Not hiding behind a website. Exactly. Uh, but we do have a website, but you'll get in touch with us. Uh, just
2: go to DougHopkins.com. You you liked it, this company so much, you put your name on it. That's it, it baby. DougHopkins.com. Right. Hey, listen, everybody. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend and happy investing.
0: This is the Doug Hopkins Flippin' Real Estate Radio Program.